You're listening to WBEZ. In separate cases in Illinois, dozens of women have accused their OBGYNs of committing medical and sexual battery while undergoing medical exams. The women are trying to hold the institutions that hired the doctors accountable for the crimes they allege happened to them while receiving medical care. When it comes to this type of medical care, what should patients know before seeing their doctor and how can patients stay safe? Kavita Shah Aurora leads the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists Ethics Committee. Hello, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. Dr. Shah Aurora, let's start with the relationship between a patient and their doctor. What are doctors taught to ensure there is trust? Yeah, I think that there has been a fundamental shift um, in the last few decades from a very paternalistic doctor knows best to much more of a partnership in a shared decision-making model where patients are the experts in their lives, their experiences, their goals of care. And while the physician may be the expert in the medical knowledge, it really is an equal partnership where you work together to define the goals of care. And Dr. Shaw Aurora, what recommendations do you have for patients before they go to the routine OBGYN appointment? What should they expect and any tips for them? I think it's really important that patients have an understanding that they have the right to have explanations and understand what is happening to them and their body. So exams should be explained appropriately. They should consent to the exams that are being done. There should be a minimum amount of physical contact required to obtain data for diagnosis, for treatment. Um, there should be draping involved and so that their exposure is minimized during the exam. And probably most importantly, they should have the opportunity to ask questions and raise concerns at any point during the visit. It is also recommended by ACOG that a chaperone be present for all breast, genital, and rectal examinations. Now, we fully understand not all patients want that. And we also understand that not all clinicians are able to provide that just given the diversity of practice settings and resources available in various communities. However, it is the patient's right to request a chaperone and ACOG's recommendation that one be present for all examinations. Um, This is across settings, both outpatient and inpatient, as well as for diagnostic studies like ultrasounds or urodynamic testing, for example. And when we talk about this relationship, we know it's so unique and and very vulnerable. You're very close to your doctor. Are there any um, tips for setting appropriate boundaries, especially if a patient is feeling uneasy? Absolutely. Um, Like I mentioned, I think making sure that there is a chaperone in the room um, can be really helpful. I also think it's really important um, that patients know that they can stop the line, so to speak, at any point um, during the visit or even during the exam. Furthermore, there is always someone that they can talk to or report their concern to. So whether it is a practice manager in a local practice setting, whether it's a division director or chair in the academic setting, where whether it's patient relations or an ombudsperson in the hospital setting, or even the state medical board, but they have the right to express their concerns without fear of retaliation or adverse impact on their clinical care. So, Dr. Aurora, like, what should a patient do if they feel like they need to report sexual misconduct or suspected sexual misconduct after a doctor visit? Yeah, I think they should speak up. I think a lot of times people blame themselves or they're not familiar with what should or shouldn't happen during a visit. And I think if it didn't 
feel okay, if you're questioning what happened or didn't happen, I think the best thing to do is to speak up and ask for clarification. That's Dr. Kavita Shah Aurora, chair of the American College of Obstetrician and Gynecologist Ethics Committee. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Next week, we'll continue this conversation with a legal expert. She'll talk about what happens when a patient accuses their doctor of sexual assault. That conversation next Saturday here on 91.5. And you can read more on this topic at WBEZ.org. This is WBEZ.